Did you know that kinky wellness is integral to your self-development? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness, the ultimate destination to explore the integral connection between kinky wellness and your personal development. I'm your host and kinky wellness coach, Dana Shrigal, and I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. Don't forget to join me each Monday as I bring on a special guest to dive into specific aspects of kinky wellness, So let's strip away the shame and taboo together and have an open conversation about it. Hey, and welcome back. I hope you had a great New Year's Eve and a great New Year's Day. As we know, this is the time of year when everyone starts to write down their New Year's goals. And typically these goals include working out, eating better, and getting into a better routine. But today I want to talk to you about adding facing your fears to your New Year's goals. Why? Because if we can't confront our fears, there is no hope for us to grow. Whether we like it or not, fear is a universal and primal emotion. It is deeply embedded in our human experience on this planet. And know that there isn't a single person who can escape the feeling of fear, as it transcends cultural, geographical, and societal boundaries, affecting us on a fundamental level. However, fear is a complex feeling and can be categorized by a sense of apprehension, anxiety, and unease. But fear isn't necessarily our enemy. We can get fear when we're starting a new job or if we have to say a big speech in front of a group of people, whether that's for work or something like a wedding. Or we can get fear when we're going on something like a big roller coaster. As much as these are all scary in some way, we know that we're going to be okay. And even further, I want you to remember that it's because of fear that we're able to stay alive this long. Because, you know, many, 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 many years ago when humans had to deal with dangers such as predators or rival tribes, fear was there for humans to respond quickly and effectively. And we commonly refer to this as our fight, fawn, or flight, or even freeze response. And some of these responses, like the fight one, is what helped us avoid potential harm and acted as a key skill for our survival when we needed to use it. Nowadays, most of us don't have the same fears that our ancestors had to deal with, but that doesn't mean we don't deal with fear. Common fears that we deal with today are things like fear of failure, fear of change, fear of rejection. And when we are dealing with these kinds of fears, they will have an influence on how we make decisions unless we confront them head on. But finding a safe space to face fears isn't all that easy. But through kinky wellness and BDSM and kink, you can certainly create safe scenarios where you can face your fears. Think of any fear you have, whether that's a clown or facing someone you haven't seen in a long time or experiencing certain situations. BDSM and kink can help you gradually see those fears and work through them at your own pace. You call the shots and can end the scene whenever you want. But first, to do this, you need to identify and acknowledge what it is in the first place that makes you fearful. Only then will you be able to break it down into smaller pieces so that you can gradually gain exposure to it. And remember, facing our fears in small bite-sized portions is perfectly okay and actually more encouraged. By making the fear in bite-sized bits, You can choose how you want to confront that fear and how you want that ending to go. BDSM and kink are here to give that space and power where you have full control. 
Again, I know I use this example a lot, but you can become the victor and not the victim. And remember, when it comes to facing our fears, the process is not a static destination, but rather a very dynamic journey. And this journey is going to require resilience, self-compassion, and patience. Ending our fears, or at least seeing them, doesn't happen overnight. And really, facing our fears can be extremely uncomfortable because we have to have this continuous attitude of self-exploration plus a willingness to step outside of our comfort zones. But by viewing our confrontation of fears as an ongoing process, that's when we're able to embrace the challenges that come with it as personal growth. Because seriously, confronting our fears is scary. Trust me, some of my most scariest moments, I've actually looked completely okay on the outside, but on the inside, I was an emotional wreck. And it was like my insides were shaking like a top tier earthquake. But in saying that, after I'm done doing whatever scary thing I'm doing, I feel so proud of myself and I get this feeling of, I can do anything, which only encourages me to push myself beyond limits and other avenues of my life, which can either be personally or professionally. And if you're thinking confronting our fears and small events may seem irrelevant or unnecessary, you are wrong. Facing our fears extends far beyond the immediate situation that we're in and contributes immensely to our overall personal growth and well-being. Real quick, here's at least 10 examples that prove this. Facing our fears helps us to build confidence, overcome procrastination, develop resilience, learn effective coping mechanisms, promote emotional regulation, encourages a growth mindset, allows us to make better decisions, strengthens our interpersonal skills, cultivates a sense of empowerment and accomplishment, creates a positive feedback loop, encourages us to pursue more significant challenges and face even bigger fears, And facing our fears increases our tolerance for uncertainty, and it can also reduce our anxiety in our daily life. It's only when we avoid or suppress our feelings that we get that negative effect on our emotional, mental, and even physical well-being. Like I said, facing our fears helps us to grow, so when we avoid doing that, we miss those valuable opportunities for learning and self-development. And when we ignore or suppress our fears, we move them into our subconscious. And unintended fears that linger in our subconscious will grow to be a source of tension that will manifest itself as stress, anxiety, or emotional repression over time. And speaking of emotional repression, if we stop ourselves from processing and experience any emotion fully, and this includes fear, then it can lead to a diminished capacity for emotional resilience and emotional intelligence. Also, persistent avoidance of fear is linked to an increase of mental health issues such as depression, phobias, and anxiety disorders, because unresolved fears contribute to that vicious cycle of negative thought patterns. Now, there's a lot of reasons why avoiding fear is bad, but another major one is because it can lead some people to social isolation. Because some people, when they're just so fearful, they get like stuck, they get frozen, they just don't want to deal with what's going on or what makes them fearful. But when we are left alone with just our fears and no way to help them or face them, that's when our fears become even bigger and intensify, which only makes it that much harder to face in the future. Look, I know, I get it. Facing our fears can be challenging, but it is so worth it in the end. Now, earlier I mentioned that kinky wellness is a great way to face our fears through gradual exposure, but I want to explain why gradual exposure is so good to face our fears. 
because gradual exposure involves systematically facing your fears in a step-by-step manner. So you can start with a situation or aspect of your fear that is less anxiety provoking and gradually progress to more challenging aspects of it in a more controlled and manageable way. Secondly, we know that BDSM and kink are great for role-playing, and this works great for fear too, because we're able to practice and develop coping strategies within a simulation with a trusted partner. And when we're working with a trusted partner, it allows us to have that supportive network that can provide encouragement and guidance, and even a sense of accountability as we work through our fears. But here are five other ways you can face your fears too. Number one is through mindful meditation. Mindful meditation can help us become more aware of our thoughts and emotions without judgment. By practicing mindfulness, we can observe our fears from a distance, giving them just enough space to acknowledge them, but keeping us in a state to develop a non-reactive and accepting attitude towards them. Number two is through visualization techniques. And, you know, you can do this also during meditation, but basically visual techniques means that you're imagining yourself facing the fear in a successful way. So when you're visualizing, you need to visualize like every step, like every detail, who's there, what does it smell like, what's going on, and how you're going to confront that fear and eventually how you conquer it. This is a good way to help you build your confidence and even reduce your anxiety if or should or anything like that if this event actually happens in person. How I like to think of it is kind of like a dress rehearsal in your head before the actual moment of facing your fear happens in real life. And then we have number three. Number three is using cognitive reconstruction. Now, before I get into this, cognitive reconstruction can be more difficult. So I suggest seeking out help from a therapist. But in short, Cognitive reconstruction requires us to identify and challenge the negative thought patterns associated with our fear. Like I said, when we don't deal with our fear, they become bigger and more intensified. And some of our fears can even become more irrational and super exaggerated. So when we identify the negative, irrational, or exaggerated thought patterns, we are then able to replace them with more realistic and positive ones. Again, therapists are a great resource tool for doing this. I have used a therapist for this. So I highly recommend and encourage you to reach out to one if you're looking to do so. It really is helpful. Number four is using positive affirmations. Positive affirmations are statements or phrases that we repeat with the intention of promoting positive thinking and self-empowerment, or in this case, facing our fears. Some affirmations you can use for facing your fears are, I am courageous and capable of facing my fears with strength. Each day, I am becoming more resilient in the face of challenges. I trust my ability to handle whatever comes my way. Fear is a normal part of life, and I am learning to navigate it with grace. I am in control of my thoughts, and I choose positivity and courage. I confront my fears with an open and clear mind. I welcome the opportunity for growth that comes from facing my fears. And each step I take toward my fear empowers me and diminishes their hold on me. Regardless of whatever positive affirmations you want to use, some key concepts to creating your own include positive language, using present tense, personalizing it to you, and repetition. Of course, the effectiveness of positive affirmation varies from person to person, but you can say them before bed or first thing in the morning. I love positive affirmations, and I think they're a great way to help shift negative talk and instill a more optimistic mindset about whatever you're talking about. So this could be money, finances, career, health, 
facing your fears, anything, you name it, there's a positive affirmation that you can make about it. Number five is challenge your comfort zone. Life doesn't happen within your comfort zone. Okay. Like I, it's a very comfortable place. It's pretty chill, but not a lot of excitement goes on there. So at some point or another, if you want a fulfilling and exciting life, you will need to move past your comfort zone. And as humans, we are scared of the unknown and outside of the comfort zone does hold a lot of questions. But by regularly exposing yourself to new and slightly uncomfortable situations is where you're going to build resilience and adaptability over time. And regardless of whatever approach that you take when facing fears, know that you are on a path to becoming a more stronger version of yourself. And remember, at the end of the day, if we can't face our fears, it will only create a barrier that hinders us from reaching our full potential and newfound strengths. This is why now more than ever, I want you to be adding facing your fears to your new year's goals. But let me know your thoughts. What's your preferred method to face your fears? Is it through visualization, role-playing it out with BDSM and kink, writing it down? You know, when it comes to facing our fears, there is no one way to do it. Just work with whatever option suits you best. But this is all I have for today on facing your fears. But Before I go, I want to encourage you to check out the latest episode of the podcast, Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Daniil because I was on there to talk about kinky wellness. My episode is called Growing Through Kink with Dana, and I will leave the link in the description. But, you know, Jordan is amazing. And a little bit about the show is that Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators is designed to give women a place to learn about women's health and sexual health. Each week, she carries out a different topic relevant to learning how women's bodies work and how to improve your intimate life. So make sure you check that out. Also, a couple more things before I go. Tickets for the Kinky Wellness Summit are still going on, and they're going on sale for the mid-sale price of 469 So make sure you get your ticket before the price increases again. And uh, for my GTA and Southern Ontario listeners, Ray and I will be hosting a kinky wellness event at the Toronto Stag Shop located at 271 Queen Street West. And the event is going to be a four hour kinky wellness mix and mingle. So from one to five, we're going to be hosting a seminar and a workshop on pleasure anatomy, which includes sex toys and how to use them and all that jazz. And as well, we're going to be having a kinky wellness circle. And this is your chance to get a photo with the famous red velvet curtain backdrop and really meet like-minded people who are just as curious about BDSM and kink and kinky wellness like you. And so, yes, you will need to RSVP for this event. Seating is limited, but I will put all that in the Eventbrite details and that Eventbrite link will also be in the description. But uh, what else? Oh, yes. And you should want to come because there's tons of prizes that we're going to be giving away. We're going to be giving away the BDSM and Kink e-learning. Ray's got an erotic art that she'll be giving away. And the grand prize will be a ticket to the Kinky Wellness Summit. Um, Yeah, so that's super exciting. So come on down and check it out. But yes, that is it for me. I hope you guys are staying warm during this winter season. And yes, make this year the year that you face your fears. You got it. But as always, stay kinky.